betrayal of the faith that people had put in the government the core element in the verma committee report which is to break the impunity whether it is the impunity of the family or the impunity in marriage to sexually abused women the impunity of the policeman to not register an fir until and unless we are going to crack down on that policeman and make him accountable this scenario is not going to change you are still making excuses for rape kyunki aap keh rahe hain kuch paristhitiyon mein rape jaiz shaadi ke bhitar jo non consensual bina sehmati ke yawn sambandh isko justice verma ne kaha ki ye balatkar mana jaye lekin hum nahi manenge bina sehmati ke yawn sambandh kyun balatkar nahi hogi kya hogi balatkar se we have accepted 90% of justice verma's recommendations it may be a difference in perception or interpretation but let me tell you we have actually responded with the utmost sensitivity to the recommendations of justice verma because we do appreciate and we know that a lot of effort had gone into On India decides tonight the controversy over the anti-rape ordinance is it a betrayal or is it a breakthrough in the fight against sexual violence that's going to be our top story and our top debate tonight with the government hoping that their anti-rape ordinance would draw praise for speedy action but this might have been a miscalculation activists at the forefront at the fight for changed anti-rape laws have strongly questioned the decision calling the ordinance a betrayal the government has claimed that this was an overreaction and that they've taken on board a majority of the suggestions of the justice verma commission before we go into our exclusive interview with one of the architects of the ordinance law minister ashwini kumar here's a run through of what the government has accepted and what they have rejected broadly of course amongst the decisions of the justice verma commission that have been accepted is to broaden the definition of sexual violence to include stalking voyeurism trafficking as well as strengthening the penalties against gang rape fully accepted evidence of the character of previous sexual experience not relevant anymore again accepted a similar clause of questions regarding the moral character of the victim uh, will not be put to her during cross examination again accepted and also sexual intercourse by a person in authority bringing that in as well under the ambit of the laws has also been accepted but let's now look at some of those clauses which have not been accepted and uh, that is what the activists are questioning one of course the most significant is that the making of marital rape a criminal offense has not been accepted also the idea of uh, rejecting the sanction needed to prosecute public servants if accused of crimes against women rejected bringing the armed forces under the sexual offences law uh, which means a modification of the armed forces special powers act rejected fixing criminal responsibility on the leader of a force for acts committed by his or her subordinates has also been rejected right uh, so this uh, was amongst a wide range of questions that i put to law minister ashwini kumar who spoke to us exclusively from Punjab earlier on in the evening where i began by asking him whether in fact the government had rejected the spirit of the verma commission report not at all in fact we have accepted 90% of justice verma's recommendations it may be a difference in perception or interpretation but let me tell you we have actually responded with the utmost sensitivity 
to the recommendations of Justice Verma because we do appreciate and we know that a lot of effort had gone into uh, proposing those recommendations. But at the end of the day, government is entitled in its wisdom to take a holistic view right. of the entire gamut of issues involved. It's interesting you say that because uh, these groups believe the exact <coughs> opposite. They say that the most radical aspects of Justice Verma's uh, recommendations, which included tackling the institutionalized impunity against women when it came to sexual violence, has been omitted. A primary amongst that is that you've left out marital rape uh, without giving any clear reasons. It just simply says, well, uh, was, was not retained by Ministry of Home Affairs as marital rape was not agreed to. Why was that omitted? I have, please read the new ordinance and its provisions in its entirety. Sexual assault of any kind, which will include any situation is not outside the remit of this act. Therefore, this is a matter of subjective interpretation. And in any case, if but, any clarification uh, sir, is, is this required a matter of interpretation in any because particular it, provision, no, that no, can sir, always says, be done. It, it says very specifically, I have, the, I have the press release yesterday of the government before me. Under the not accepted column, it very clearly says, sexual assault by husband upon his wife during separation Verma committee wanted to include it, but marital rape was not agreed to. So you've clearly excluded that, for a, uh, at, at least in the ambit of this ordinance. Now look, look, I'm not going to, I'm not, I, I cannot define the ambit of the ordinance with reference to a communique. I don't know how you are reading it. But I want to assure you yes. that no case of sexual assault uh, is in a way outside the remit of this ordinance. Sexual assault has been very, very widely defined. And this is not the place for me to discuss the nitty-gritty of a particular provision. I will not be doing justice either to no, the provision or to the debate. Okay, but, with, but, but this, on this particular provision, because there is so much... Case, it, it, it is felt. It's triggered. Are you saying, therefore, that the definition of sexual assault, as per the original ordinance, a copy of which we don't have, we only have your press release, is wide enough to include rape within a marriage? Marital rape would be included? in that wide definition the problem of the problem of discussions of this kind is that you don't have the ordinance in front of you and you are seeking to uh, present present a point on the no, basis that's, of that's some why i'm asking you that has been issued no but that's please why i'm asking you let, sir please, i i am telling you and i've I, well i've stated it twice that sexual assault as defined in the ordinance is as wide as it could be to okay. subserve the purposes of the act. Okay, the other area which they feel, uh, which again uh, feeds into their view of how you've not tackled the question of impunity uh, is where Justice Verma had recommended that there should be responsibility fixed, what he called command responsibility of uh, those who are in any position of authority as well as public servants, uh, bureaucrats and of course the armed forces in each of the cases, he'd wanted to bring them under the ambit of the anti-rape legislation that there was no need for sanction, uh, but you've excluded all those authorities. Why is that? Well what, well, what we have stated is a part of the ordinance that we have proposed to the President to promulgate. Yes. I started by saying that if certain recommendations have not been accepted in their totality and in, as, and in the form that was suggested to us, 
that has been a, a conscious and a deliberative decision. The government is entitled to take a view considering the totality of the circumstances and the exigencies of administration and a whole range of other issues. But suffice, suffice, suffice it to say yes. that no one can accuse the government of not very, very substantially accepting the letter, the substance and the spirit of the Justice J.S. Verma so could you, Committee's sir, recommendations. Could you, because, sir, this, this, this is, is not a, this the is a place process, to go into a democratic process or could, the other. Could you share, while of course the government is entitled in its in wisdom to retain what it wants and reject what it wants, but if you could help us by sharing some of that rationale, because that's what people want to know. For example, you rejected the idea of sanction for prosecution <coughs> for judges, magistrates and other public servants because you believe that this leads to false complaints. Was that the concern there? Yeah, that's what the ordinance says. Yes. Well, this is this is always a, the, well, this has always been one of the concerns that you you have to protect people from vexatious prosecution. This has been the logic in the Lokpal bill. This could be the logic here. But there are a whole range of issues. For example, command uh, 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 responsibility is a matter that has to be considered in its totality. Therefore, please understand what was the immediate need. The immediate need of the R was to secure and, 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 and send out a clear message to the women of this country that they have no reason to feel unprotected and insecure against mindless violence and heinous crimes against so, their person. I think we have more than, we have more than fulfilled and validated that assurance to the people of India. The law minister there claiming that he has more than fulfilled the promise to the women of India. We have with us one of those activists in the studio shaking her head in disagreement as she was watching that interview and also joining us Dr. Abhishek Singhvi. Thanks for uh, being back here with us. Uh, we had you on last night. Tonight we have you at least with the benefit of a more detailed breakdown of that particular ordinance. Uh, before I come to you Abhishek Singhvi, can I just get the first comment uh, from Rinda Grover, who's an independent legal expert, very closely involved in the drafting, uh, or at least in the attempts to, to change the anti-rape laws. Rinda, we saw your press conference earlier in the evening where you said that you felt that this ordinance was a betrayal, very strong language. Having heard Ashwini Kumar, are you convinced even now that it is a betrayal? Or have I you seen anything or heard anything that has led you to change your view? I'm afraid... Uh, what Mr. Ashwini Kumar says has in fact confirmed our view that the government has no intent of actually bringing about the changes that the Justice Verma Committee has recommended. The ordinance has been passed in stealth. None of us have a copy of it. And the law minister has not enlightened us anymore. The, uh, the, what we have received from the Home Ministry yes, confirms our worst. The communique confirms our worst fears. What it also shows to us is that when the uh, Verma Committee has spoken of inequality, institutional impunity and institutional bias. These have to be changed. The government has no intent of doing it. The government has actually told us that they are going to abandon the women and the youth of this country. Okay, very strong language there indeed. Abhishek Singhvi, would you like to respond? The perception that this ordinance I, is in fact a signal that the government wants to abandon the women and youth of this country. Well, obviously I don't agree with the uh, vehemence or the use of the words. But certainly, if this ordinance pretended to be exhaustive as to the only five or six measures which it has brought about, being the totality of measures it thinks that the Justice Verma Committee needs in the country, 
then the substance of what Vrinda Gobar said would be correct. But I think there's a huge fallacy there. As I explained yesterday, the ordinance has plucked out four, five, six, seven, ten items. The law minister says it's substantial what, what, compliance. Let me complete. It's ninety percent compliance. Are the words of the law minister? Let me complete. Go ahead. Go the ahead. Verma committee, which I have read carefully, has almost forty odd recommendations. By their very nature, many of them are structural, institutional, police reforms, electoral reforms. Uh, a number of other uh, you know sections which will require at least a few months and must be debated in parliament it no, has the Abhi, charter can of I rights just ask you? it has this is only intended to be one minute no. this is a ten it is a addressing specific five or seven issues which the government believes yes. are relatively non controversial and which it can in its wisdom, push through as an ordinance. No, but there is somewhat uh, Abhishek. If I may just suggest, fully subject to if I, if modification, might, nullification, uh, replacement. No, but if I might, Abhishek suggests that there seems to be yes. somewhat of a contradiction here with Ashwini Kumar saying that we have accepted the government has accepted a majority of Justice Verma, while you're saying that actually you've only selected a small fraction and that a bulk of it will actually now take uh, the but, parliamentary route. So. By uh, the very, which, by the very which version are we now to believe? You see a very large. No, no, no. I don't think anybody has suggested. By the, if you just have to read the Verma Committee report, we have read it. Reading of the report read will show very, you that there is a very carefully. large number of recommendations, which are which are not even claimed to be translated into the ordinance. It's as simple as that. Okay. Nobody is suggesting that they are addressed. All now right, the point uh, is, can I an ordinance in fact cannot address them. An ordinance can't address them because it is an emergent temporary transitional like measure. Why bring in this it ordinance? What is the reason I'll except you, to example, convert the debate in parliament, except to say, oh, we've, we've now done what we had to do with the Verma committee. No, no. This shows LA, complete let, bad faith. It's a comprehensive report. Let okay. us have a comprehensive no response. Ordinance, All right. Quickly, no, uh, ordinance yeah. can, no, ordinance, no ordinance can avoid a parlamentary debate. This established law. It lapses the moment parliament comes. Because, okay. because yeah. one, sexual assault can be defined right now and implemented. Two, uh, the six, seven recommendations which they have implemented can be done. It's as simple as that. Others can't be. The ones they've done are, suppose, uh, let me ask you a question. The ones they've done, are you objecting to them? Yes, yes. let me, let me, yes. Command yes. Responsibility, okay. command responsibility and marital rape, marital rape. Okay, just a second. No, no, there think, is much more, there is much more. Please understand what are the principles of okay, one second, one second, one second. what are you rejecting? Okay, one second, one second. Let's this try is and bring exactly what you want to do to the debate. Okay, this just a second, just a second. Just, let's try and bring some order into the discussion. The fact is that Abhishek is making a fair point and let me put that to you, Vrinda, that at least those clauses which they have accepted, which we just put on the screen, which includes the definition of uh, sexual assault and widening that, of bringing in things like stalking, voyeurism, uh, trafficking, acid attacks, also making sure that there's a punishment for uh, repeat offenders has been accepted. Uh, we also saw that uh, uh, those who are in authority, in a position of authority, they will also be brought in uh, under the ambit of uh, uh, the, the, the sort of sexual offenses. Or all of these clauses which have been accepted, would you at least welcome that part of it? The fact that they've accepted all of this. Let's place certain facts on the table because yes. the intent is precisely to derail the comprehensive nature of reform that is required. And that is the trick they are playing with us. There is a criminal law amendment bill 2012 passed on 1st December before by the Lok Sabha, right. pending presently before the Rajya Sabha Standing Committee to which we have all sent representations on 28th January. 
many of these offenses are already there in the criminal law amendment bill 2012 which is going to come before parliament okay so hold on so here what they've done is fast track that process and said look if these are already going to come in the criminal law amendment bill we brought them as an ordinance what's wrong with that and therefore given the signal of what is not acceptable the point is that if you want to break the cycle of sexual violence or at least create some deterrence for it you will have to go into the root of it and the root of it lies in lack of accountability in the bias and not one just one last right. point not yeah. one citadel of impunity has been breached whether it's the family whether it's the public service or whether it's the army okay by uh, listing more offenses making yes. more changes in the system am i going to get convictions by putting death penalty, will we okay, get let's get, Abhishek to, let's get to Abhishek to respond to that because uh, this has been at the heart of the critique, Abhishek, of the ordinance by can those I, like Rinda Grover that you are not tackling the roots of what leads to sexual violence, which is this question of impunity. And of course, that includes marital rape, uh, sanction to prosecute public servants, the armed forces and so on. Why couldn't the well, ordinance tackle that? If you were really Please serious about... Uh, Please uh, allow me to speak. Yes. Uh, the funny part, Srinivasan, is that I entirely agree with what she and you are saying. The whole point I am making is that the ordinance does not tackle some of these issues, does not claim to or issues. pretend to. Yes, one sec, one sec. One, one second, please. Yeah. Go ahead, Abhishek. Yeah. The core issues are electoral reform. The core issues are uh, uh, political reform. The core issues are disqualification issues, which I entirely agree must be discussed thread by in Parliament and should be converted into legislation in three to six months. But meanwhile, it has taken some policy decisions. Now, there are two or three of them with which I agree. And this is my personal view. I don't speak for the party on such issues because the party has taken no uh, collective view yet. Number one, actually, I agree entirely with the Verma Committee's decision not to have death penalty. And the two simple reasons for that are one, we already have death penalty whenever rape leads to murder, uh, to killing, to death, uh, to murder. Either two applies. Okay, I want Secondly, to come to the death penalty debate a little found, later. Well, let me, let me, no, no, let me just come to the three points. Uh, so that's one. Death penalty is one, and there are good reasons for that. So I disagree there with having death penalty. Second, I personally agree that marital rape is a vexed issue, requires much more debate in Parliament, and should not be brought in by an ordinance. Personally, I believe that marital rape, exam for example, at the moment in the Indian Penal Code strikes the right existing balance because it does not recognize marital rape but does recognize it whenever the wife is less than 15 years old or when there is a judicial separation. And that's a fair balance because 498A in this country has had a huge number of problems of operation and policing. And if 498 has had that problem, then marital rape may be a much bigger problem. But that's a matter of debate. That's a matter of disagreement between you and me. Yes, and that's, why that's something which requires debate and not ordinance. Okay. And the third thing is command responsibility can't be an ordinance issue. It requires also much more debate. But a lot of other things, two categories. One, those which require no law, better street lighting, a whole host of implementation. Certainly they should be done and are being done. Second, okay, that's now moving away though. Legislation through ordinance can be done. Ordinance. Okay, that's that, okay. And that is these five, six measures. Okay, so Rinda, here's the here's the point then. I mean So I'm not ruling out any of the others. Yeah, I'm not so, ruling out okay. any, I would not so like how, to would, how would you I would like this is something come. This is parliament. something that the government has been saying, the law minister said it as well, that this is not the end of the process. These are a series of initial measures and we will go ahead with debating and perhaps even passing those Sorry, other measures, second, the ones that we were talking about. Sorry, so, so therefore, uh, so therefore just second. a second, Abhishek, one can second I just more. put this to, can I just no. get this? Uh, okay.
from Vrinda then that is it therefore also perhaps too strong a reaction by you and your colleagues to, to reject even the first initial steps that they've taken that you end up risking throwing the baby out with the bathwater? No, I think we are reading the signal very correctly and this uh, uh, what is happening here is this is the first actual response we have got from the government to the Justice Verma committee. Right. Before this, we heard the Prime Minister promise Justice Verma that he is going to implement this. The first signal we get is this ordinance, which actually does pretty much what was anyway going to become law and nothing more. And the signal that comes out that all the core issues have been put to the side and we are hearing that stuff. Why is marital rape a problem? Because 498 hated this. What did the Verma committee say? Women are not chattel. Non-consensual sex cannot be accepted if you are not willing to turn the frame and look at bodily integrity and dignity of women, that is what is betraying it. What have been told otherwise? Right. Security forces have to be, you know, what about all this vexatious litigation? Okay, so your, 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 your objections to it is so strong that I'll come back to you, Abhishek, in just a second. Your objection, Vrinda, is so strong that you're actually requesting the president to not sign I this think, ordinance I into think law? The president, if, if the president wants to communicate to the youth of this country, and I thought the Congress party was going to woo the youth yes. of this country, they have just lost out on all the women voters at one stroke, and That's the youth, which is actually demanding equality and dignity, the party doesn't seem to hear this. Okay, very, uh, very, very strong. Can I just, uh, we're completely out of time. Last the president, from you. The yeah. ball is now in the president's court. If the president is going to uphold the dignity, equality and rights, and the women of this country have a yeah. right to live a life free of fear. We are urging the president, do not sign this ordinance. We will not allow piecemeal interpretation of okay, this committee let's, report. Let's just let's get the last word from Abhishek. As Go I, ahead. As I see it, as I see it, Srinivasan, an ordinance is a emergent, transitional, temporary measure. Let us for a minute take the example of the standing committee. Assume it radically changes the ordinance, accepts ninety-nine percent of Varma accepts 10% of Verma, the whole of that uh, report will come as a bill and will replace the ordinance. Please right. don't think that the act or the standing committee will be bypassed or overpowered by the ordinance is the other way around. If that be so, all that is happening is and should happen is that what you can do very quickly, start now, this will continue till the act takes over. As you know, an ordinance has a very, very limited li shelf life. It has a life this time till the 21st of February and thereafter it will have an intercession life between okay. May and July. So the only point is yeah. that there is this is the beginning, not the end. Okay, this and is the beginning of the Some of the issues the today, not adopted, not adopted, will require okay. much more discussion. This is the first Personally, step. I believe marital rape your, requires more discussion. Okay, you're saying this is the first step. Brinda Grover says this is the, the wrong kind of beginning. Monday, at any rate, the Standing Committee on Home will meet to discuss the criminal amendment bill and that could lead uh, perhaps to even... Uh, reopening the ordinance uh, in, in the form that it exists. We'll have to wait and see. But thank you both uh, so much for joining us. It's been a very volatile debate. Thanks very much indeed. That's the nature of this subject. We'll take a short break and after that, Kamal Hassan finally gets a breakthrough on the Vishwarupam standoff. That's in a moment from now. Welcome back. Finally, a breakthrough in the standoff between Kamal Hassan and groups opposed to his film Vishwarupam, but which ultimately was a result of Kamal Hassan having to give in and agree to a number of not cuts in his film, but muting 
seven scenes which these groups found objectionable, a deal that was reached after a prolonged five-hour-long negotiation. We thank the Honorable Chief Minister for facilitating this meeting. We thank the Home Secretary. In spite of a Saturday, he came and calmly listened to both the, uh, the, the whole debate. And I've spoken to my Muslim brothers. I've convinced them that there's nothing wrong in the film. They had said there was something wrong. I have agreed to remove some sound clips from the film and add something else uh, as a slide. I'm, that I'm not going into the details. So uh, the release date will be announced. I have told uh, the Home Secretary that we are willing to pull back our red petition and uh, we hope that they will take away the ban on the film. How well. relieved are you, sir? Now, how relieved are you? I'll be relieved when the film is released. Kamal Hassan did not look too happy for obvious reasons. He did not want to cut much. However, he will have to mute at least seven scenes in the entire movie, Vishwarupam in Tamil, which will finally release in Tamil Nadu. This movie is two hours and 20 minutes long. But Kamal Hassan's fans say he has fought the battle this long and so they will now take the battle forward. And which way is that going to be? Every time there is silence during a dialogue delivery, Kamal's fan promise, fans promise to scream inside cinema halls to fill in vibrance and affection. The release of the movie Vishwarupam is yet to be known as Kamal needs to technically now re-edit the movie, fill in those muted portions and then bring it out on digital prints across Tamil Nadu. It was meant to be released in 524 theatres all over the state. But that is not going to be possible, considering Kamal now has to fight with other two movies which are running well in the box office, Maniratnam Skadal and Vikram David. These two films, are, of course, have had advanced bookings, and so legally, the first the stay will have to be vacated, section 144 will have to be lifted, and then Kamal buys time for space in theatres that it can finally make it to in Tamil Nadu. At the end of it all, a six-hour meeting which has finally had a happy ending. Kamal Hassan, his team and his fans are very happy eventually. Radhika Ayer with Govind Murthy in Chennai from the Secretariat for NDTV. Well, Kamal Hassan certainly didn't look very happy. It's been, at the end of it all, another victory for India's self-styled censors. That's all we have time for on India Decides from all of us here. Goodbye.